All right, so we're at episode five of the Beer Side. Got something a little bit different for everybody today. We've got Greg. You might know him or hear him before from his own podcast, the Cold Brew Podcast. He's got much more experience than we do, and we're happy to have him here. And uh, we're going to pick his brain a little bit about uh, what we're doing wrong and what he did and why he does it so much better than us. <laughs> Thank you for having me. <laughs> Anytime, man. I'm glad, to, I'm glad to have you here. It's nice to have a fellow West Side guy over here, too. What's that? <laughs> right or die. That's right. Everybody's strapping. Well, just Joe. Not oh, anymore. I'm okay. drinking now. All right. No more <laughs> strapping. So uh, this is going to kind of be it's going to be educational for us as well as uh, everybody else is listening because a lot of people out there uh, might want to start a podcast and uh, so it's going to be cool. So the first easiest thing is so Greg, give us a little bit of information about you. I mean. We met at Strong Beer. I've been listening to your podcast yep. for you know a few months now. As a, oh, uh, appreciate that. Yeah, yeah. So tell us about like how you got into it and why you started it. Uh, well, it was about four years ago, almost five years ago now that uh, my, my one of my buddies he started his own YouTube channel about pro wrestling, <laughs> and then he got a producer or like a, a sponsor and. He didn't like what the producer was doing. It totally changed the name, changed the format. He's like, you know what? I'm going to go on a uh, podcast and just so I can vent my frustrations. And he started uh, wanting to do more. He wanted to do his own network. And he asked me, approached me, said, do you have an idea for a podcast? And would, would you like to do one? And my brother had been going to uh, beer fest and beer walks and, you know, just beer stuff. I was like, yeah, maybe my brother and I could talk about beer. And so I said, hey, do you want to talk about beer and do a podcast? He's like, sure. We had no idea what we were doing, man. <laughs> None we, of us do. Yeah, exactly. I had to figure it out on my own. I had to go on, like, how do I make a, poca- a podcast on, uh, on Google? And so then I slowly learned how to do it. And we actually did, like, three or four shows just by ourselves for no one to hear just to see if we could do it. And come up with an idea in a, a, a show format. Where's that footage? It, it's actually on our feed now. Like when we took a week off or so, I would just say we'll, we'll just put one of our dark shows. So if you go back on our feed, you can see dark show number one, dark show number two, number three, number four. That's and you awesome. You can see us surely progress. Even from our first show, our first official show, I go back and I cringe about like my naivete. What was? How do you pronounce it? Which what? Na- uh, naivete. Like yes, how naive naivete, I was. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I have no how idea. Naive I Kevin's was smarter than we beer. are. Uh, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah. Naivete, uh, yes. I yeah, was at so, wrestling. <laughs> that's awesome. So, because I always wonder, like, what possesses some of these people to start podcasts? I mean, not to bring it back to me, but I started this brewery almost because I found out about podcasts i found out about brewing and podcasts and how to learn about brewing and starting a brewery through podcasts mm-hmm. that's how i found about tom hennessy and going to do the colorado boy thing and uh, but it was all because of podcasts listen to the brewing network like seven years ago listening to these guys talk about starting a brewery and all these guys mm-hmm. who used to be home brewers and starting a brewery i always kind of wanted to start a podcast but i was like yeah i'll never do that and starting a brewery is headache enough and I don't know why. I guess I'm a glutton for punishment. I decided, hey, I got the time. Maybe I'll start a podcast. I still don't have the time, but I'm having fun doing it. So this is kind of cool <laughs> talking to somebody else who does it for 
another reason. Um, so did you guys just start it for the fun of it, or were you like big beer fans before that and just thought, hey, this is going to be the perfect in for us to do it? I mean, did you guys like go other maybe other topics before you kind of settled on the beer? I thought it would be fun. I, in fact, at the time I started, I thought I knew about beer. Then once I got into it, I realized I know nothing about beer. And, <laughs> and, and even now, even like I, we just started our fifth, uh, fifth year, and I still realize now I still don't know anything. I think it's that whole so- so- Socrates thing, you know, the ultimate wisdom is to know that you know nothing. And so that's where, when I got into it, my three favorite beers, these are my three desert beers. And we talked about it on the show back in the day. Uh-huh. It was uh, Sierra Nevada Pale Ale. That's still my number one Classic. beer, even to this day. And Guinness Stout and Miller Lite. Those are my three beers. <laughs> <laughs> Miller Lite still? Yeah. No. Are you? Uh, I still go back. Are you Mexican? Yes. Okay. You can't. You can't tell. He's, he sounds more Mexican than we do. Well, I was waiting for it to be like Bud Light or something, but whatever. <laughs> oh no! Yeah, but, you know, with, with, it, my first beer was Bud Light because my dad drank Bud Light. Me too. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Mexican. Mine was Budweiser. Uh, oh, he must be from Texas then. You're no, I got a little bit. Of, I got. Mexican. I got a little bit of that German in me too. So I'm half. Oh, okay. I, I'm. I'm half Mexican, half German. So it counts. Sometimes I, full I Mexican. <laughs> Anyway, so that that was where like I my my beer knowledge was those three. I thought that, like that was the epitome of beer. And then when I got into this thing, I was like, no, I know nothing. In fact, my first year, so I was raised Catholic, and Me too. I decided. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, thank you, thanks, Joe. <laughs> I'm um, sorry. I realized that I, I love giving up something for Lent because it's just the willpower thing. So for the show, and it got dubbed later IPAs for Jesus. I. <laughs> Gave up everything except for IPAs. That's all I could drink. That's all I allowed myself to drink. But I acquired an appreciation for IPAs, and now it's one of my favorite styles. Of course it is. You, you, so you've made it. I tell people all the time that there's a natural progression for craft beer lovers. When people come over the bar, they're like, oh, I don't like IPAs. I'm like, okay, so you're probably in like stouts. And, oh, yeah, I like porters. Okay, cool. But I can't tell people that you're going to get there eventually, so we mm-hmm. always have a lot of IPAs on tap. Uh, I figured that we can't have more than eight now because we had at one point we had eight of our 13 were IPAs. But it was fun because they were all different style of IPAs. Right. And we would, people would get a flight and say, try these different IPAs, and they would try them out. and like, oh, I actually like these three. This is kind of good. It's like they're different because IPAs are constantly evolving. Yeah. So I always say, welcome to the club. Well, you know, I was thinking uh, at the time they came out with session IPAs, and I was like, ooh, this is a good way for people to get into IPAs. But then they came out with New England IPAs, and it was like, no, 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 this is a good way for people to get into IPAs. So I think whichever way you get there, get there, because there's so many flavors. Oh, yeah. And that's the cool thing about, uh, I mean, we're getting away from this, but IPAs are one of those beers that it's almost like it's its own subcategory now because you have IPA, and then there's like these 30 different versions of it. Whether it was it was IPA, session IPA, black IPA, fruited IPA, brute IPA, hazy IPA, milkshake IPA, and I can't wait to see what the next version of this this is going to be next. Somebody's going to put some other version of it, and it'll be like another classification of IPA. So it's almost like there's every other beer, and then IPAs. Have you seen uh, that meme? It was like a meme series. It was like uh, from Forrest Gump with Bubba and. And Tom, <laughs> I haven't seen that. And Tom Hanks, he was like, uh, you know how he's all lemon shrimp, uh, Cajun shrimp. Mm, but it's, it's, yeah, it's it's those those stills from that, and he's saying like, 
uh, IPA, white IPA, black IPA, red IPA, <laughs> New England IPAs. It's, it's like three or four pictures because you can't fit all the IPAs. No. Unless you cover the whole the whole beam or the whole picture of the meme. So, so my prediction, yeah. shrimp IPA this year. That's going to be the hot <laughs> beer. <laughs> I'm out. I, I just had... I just well, had a, a guy on the show from Uncommon Brewers out in Santa Cruz. He he wants to brew a lobster lager. There you go. See? Yeah, it was, yeah. they've done the uh, That sounds the fucking horrible. I know. They've done the oyster one. I had an oyster one. Right, at, yeah. Uh, what's it called? Blue. Oyster. Blue gray or something in Virginia. And I just couldn't get over it. it that brininess of it. I just could not get over it. it yeah, like, 21st Amendment out in San, or San Leandro, San Francisco. Yeah. They have a uh, an Oyster Bay uh, beer, and it's uh, from their... From oysters, yeah, yeah. I just, I just, I can't, I can't do it. If I'm, maybe <laughs> I was, maybe I was, if I was in Boston or something like that, and I, I lived on lobster, maybe, but no, I can't. I don't know. I need, It'd be need, too expensive. We need to make a bean IPA. <laughs> a what? A bean IPA. Ah, <laughs> refried, <laughs> refried beans IPA. Oh. Well, they already have rice. That's why Mexicans like Budweiser, right? Yeah, yeah. We like a Spanish <laughs> rice IPA. There we go. <laughs> That's gonna be fun. Well, we are on the west side, so. So how long did how long after you decided to say, hey, we're going to start doing this? How long did it take you to kind of get set up to start doing it? Uh, it took, like I said, we we did like three or four test shows, four four test shows to be exact. So it took us about two months. But before you started that, like, it's like okay, we're going to make an we're going to do a podcast. Mm-hmm. What about the equipment? How to do it? Yeah, so I googled like how to start a, a podcast, and I just got information from the the internet and. So I already had a laptop. Or my brother had a laptop. I ended up getting one myself, a, a Mac, MacBook Air. Uh-huh. And it was the, this, just a straight U, USB, one on one side, one on the other. And it was just because it was just he and I. Uh-huh. And so I learned how to do that on GarageBand, how to, how to turn it into an MP3. And then I learned I had to get a server. I had to pay for a service and to upload it. And I just slowly learned over the years how to do it more efficiently, and I started buying more equipment. Now I have like a mixing board with like a, I, I could I could have up to eight microphones. And, That's awesome. And now my what? brother, he still lives in California, so we do it via Skype now. And I have to I had to get software to to combine both of them to to put it on two different tracks, which is great actually advantageous for me because I'm a sound guy and I like it to be like perfect. Uh-huh. So when he and I were recording together, we would get like cross, like his sound would be on my mic and my sound would be on his mic. Now that he's in California and I'm in Arizona, it's almost like we're in two different booths. So I could totally isolate like uh, background noises and I can cut it out. It actually takes me about three to four hours, to maybe about to six hours to edit a show now each week. Wow, that's a lot. So not only do we have to schedule like a two block recording time. I have to edit that, which takes about, you know, six hours. And I feel even even more guilty Sorry, for Kevin. Kevin doing this. I know, huh? <laughs> Shit. Yeah. So well, so I I find on an hour to an hour and a half episode takes me about four hours to edit, probably. Okay. Because I'm I'm doing the Skype thing, and I use this program called Call Recorder, Skype Call yeah. Recorder. Is that what you used to? No, I just use GarageBand. Because oh, well. of the way I do it, I, I take the, the I have a program called Line In, which splits uh, the incoming Skype call and my microphone and puts it on two different tracks on GarageBand. Yeah, well, that's that's what Call Recorder does too. It's a Skype okay. plugin, 
And oh, so okay. from Call Recorder, I can export it directly as two different tracks, whatever came on on Skype and what's on the local microphone. And so I end up with a separate track for each microphone, and okay. then I slap them into whatever you know software editor I want to use, and then I can, you know, I can yeah. I can say, oh, you know, he he ju- he he bumped his mic here. There's a spike there, so I can just cut that part out of the one track. Right. And I like turtles. I have, yeah. <laughs> I like <laughs> what? <beer. laughs> yeah. And since I have four tracks, the biggest challenge is I have to line them up and synchronize them. Oh, okay. I don't have that problem. Yeah, because now we're all sitting in the same room, and as yeah. you said, we're picking up each other's mics, mm-hmm. and as long as they're lined up perfectly, it doesn't matter that they're picking up each other's mics. Right. It sounds great. I've, I've heard the show, and so oh. you, you do a good job then, because oh, I had thanks. no idea. <laughs> like yeah. I said, Kevin's really smart and yeah. super anal about quality, so mm-hmm. we're lucky that he knows how to do this stuff, because ours would be just like, I don't know, I got this old recorder from like 1982, let's just record it on that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, wouldn't, I wouldn't know what the hell to yeah. do. Yeah, just hit just hit the play and the uh, record button at the same exactly, time. Exactly. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Sorry, I'm being distracted. <laughs> Are there boobs in the room? No, they're trying oh. to make me like my friend that's here. It's weird. <laughs> Continue. Hey, so my question is, and I'm sorry if you already covered it. Um, so you started this off. What made you? And this isn't. I hope this isn't coming across as a bad way of saying it. What made you think that your voice was worth being heard? Like, what what do you bring to the table that you think everybody wants to hear? Oh, say, uh, so my show, compared to other ones, because I've listened to a few others, like, before I even started it. Like, that was one of my assignments I gave to my brother. I go, listen to these two. I'll listen to these two. See what they do. The only thing, I would say my voice is terrible. But my show. <laughs> everybody thinks that. I, I edit it so that there is entertainment in the background i like putting like movies uh quotes like sound drops in the background even i go as far as put like music as when we're talking there's like uh music in the background but i mean like your message that you're trying to get out what the for the people what makes you feel like that's what people want to hear i i have no idea <laughs> so you just enjoy talking about stuff yeah exactly. okay that makes yeah. sense they drink I, I like a lot of be... beer and think hey this sounds like fun fucking right, a yeah. That's how I started a brewery, so why not a podcast? I, I ended up finding my voice doing the show. I, at first, I just started, I did it for fun. Uh-huh. And then eventually, I realized I, I do have something to say. And then, like, the last few years, I, I have developed a, an attitude and a take on things. And so I just like to give people my take. If they like it, cool. If they don't, that's cool, too. So, like, know. with anything, it's just you progress throughout time and refine whatever it is you bring to the table then pretty much. Yeah, that's right. How long do you think it took you to feel comfortable? Um, what, 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 what date is it? <laughs> it took a while. It took a while. Maybe like at the end of our third year, then I realized, hey, oh, I, fuck. I, I, know, I know exactly what I'm doing Man. and I'm ready. So do you, I didn't look at your podcast and I apologize, but That's do you right. have it broken down into like seasons and then episode one, two, three or anything like that? I did at first. Now it's just the number of like we're at 215 now. Holy shit. Over yep. five years, all right? Yeah. At first I would break it down like it would like be labeled like it would be A01. That means like season A is season one. Or year one, and, and 01 is the first episode in that year. And then second year, it'd be B02, or B01, and then C01. I'm like, you know what? Nobody does that. Nobody, like, the only, you know, you know who does it is, like, TV. 
If you if you see at the very end the serial number Netflix. of the show, and I, I can't yeah. even keep up with that because I don't know what season of Walking Dead I'm on because it's like it stops and starts and stops and starts. It's like oh no, this <laughs> is this is the second part of season eight, but it came out like two months later. It's like well no, that was season nine. No, this is season eight still because season eight first part was in January. Yeah, because they split them up, right? Yeah, yeah, it's so stupid. So do you guys video record it all, or is it just all podcast? It, it's all audio. We have face for po- podcasts. Are you guys plan on like expanding to doing video with your audio or? Yeah, yeah. Actually, I I, I have ideas. It would be just either it probably be just me, and it would be just one offs, and it'd be like on IGTV now. Well, you're easy on the eyes, so I would. <laughs> oh, well, hey. we'll talk later, man. You have dreamy eyes too. I so we awesome. we need a Joe Cam now. Look, I heard the Beatles when I looked into his eyes. Look at him. <laughs> fucking amazing. I know, right? It's hard to believe I'm Mexican until I start speaking. You're a good-looking guy. <laughs> so over your five roughly years been doing this, how has it changed? Like, what have you, like, modified or kind of fitted or adapted to? Um, I know I realize that now. I, I start modeling myself, not after beer podcasts, but after, like, popular podcasts. So I listen to a bunch of podcasts. And so now, like, now the format's changed a little bit. Like, I have a preamble where I, I just come on and talk about what's going to be on the show before they even hear it. Mm-hmm. Or, like, what to look forward to. Or, hey, I go, hey, fast forward to minute number 59 because it, it goes off the rails right there. Um, but yeah, so um, how much – oh, you already covered it. You, t- you spent about four hours. But how much about? effort do you put in before you re- set up a recording? Um, a little bit. I have to look up because uh, I have a segment where I do news. So I have to look up news stories. Uh, my brother has uh, his, his list story, so he has to come up with a list because – he used to be the news guy, but his news stories would be like, here are the top 10 beers that people are drinking in Idaho. And it just, it'd be like a list. Like, I'm, 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 I'm riffing here, but he'd have like the top 25 beers in the U.S. Like uh-huh. by volume. And so he turned his segment into list stories. And I started tackling like uh, the whole founders uh, being sued by Terry Evans thing. Yeah, and like I, I would want to do that stuff. So now, now I do the news. He does a list story. So I have to look up news stories at least two or three a week, and then I have a beer coup segment. Every week I do a haiku based on beer. <laughs> Every week I've done like over two hundred of these goddamn. Things. I'm not that creative. <laughs> it, it's really not that hard. Like I can do it like in. Sometimes it takes me like two minutes to write one. Sometimes it takes me a half hour. But so can we put you on the spot right now to do one? <laughs> Oh man, it would take me like I, I it's five seven five, right? Mm-hmm. And you're recording, you're recording every week. Yeah. Wow. So, you, so on average, you put about a good six seven hours in every week just to beforehand and recording and editing. Yeah, yeah, I could say what's, that. What's your uh, primary job? Uh, I uh, work at FedEx Freight. I am a trailer mechanic over there. Oh, nice. I should say I'm the number one in the region. Like literally, I, I just I, we had tests and I I uh, scored number one in the region. Nice. I've been doing that for almost 14 years. Wow. Did you get a gold bracelet or anything as an award? Uh, no, I get a chance to compete in Las Vegas. So I get a week off of work and get to go to Las Vegas. <laughs> That's to fucking awesome. <laughs> yeah, it is. What happens in Vegas? Nice. That, that is correct. I, I Except for herpes. Back, like, like, <laughs> Comes I back with that just oh, stays yeah. with you. That just stays with you. <laughs> <laughs> so like actually, I said, if everybody has herpes, then nobody has herpes. Here I, I just got back uh, like a month ago. had my brother's bachelor party in Vegas. Nice. Oh, was, really? That was terrific, man. They have some great craft beer in, in Las Vegas now. 
I don't know about like a few years ago, but now that's a good crap beer. I went from my ne- my cousin's uh, bachelor party. God, how many years ago was that? I don't even know. Seven, eight years ago. Mm-hmm. I was just getting ready to start the brewery. Um, I remember being so disappointed trying to find crap beer. All I could find was Sin City everywhere. Yeah. That wasn't any good. Maybe I could find some Canna Creek a little bit. Uh, no, Canna Creek. Is it called Canna Creek? Yeah, that's it. Yeah. yeah Tanaya Creek. But other than that, there was like, it was not to be found. Yeah. And, and I was like, this sucks. Where was your mm-hmm. bachelor party at, Kevin? Did you have one? Do we need to have one for you? Um, actually, it was not really a party. My friend, who was giving me my best man, he gave me a choice. He's like, do you want to have, like, a drunken debauchery kind of thing? Or do you want to do, like, road to adventure and we'll just, like, go lots of fun places? And so we did, like, a long road trip, actually, is what we did. So we got to take you to Vegas, then, is what I hear. Yeah, Yeah, pretty much. (laughs) Did you go to Planetarium? (laughs) Let's go. (laughs) (laughs) Nothing. Let's go. Me and Joe, Vegas For Kevin's bachelor party. (laughs) (laughs) Don't tell Joy. Yeah, he's going to come back married second wife. So it, <laughs> uh, we're not going to Utah. <laughs> so as you're doing this, um, how'd you come up with topics? Like, what are you going to talk about each week? And then how did you evolve to where you are right now to get these hosts to talk? Uh, well, it, the you know, to find my news, I actually just go on my my iPhone and, and I have a a beer feed on my news. In my news feed, I, I have a beer, so I just look at stuff and I I think of stuff that is. I'm more like nationally oriented. Like, I I, I love the guys here in, in Arizona. The 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 podcast. There's a AZ a, a Tap That AZ, and there's a Hoppy Craftsman. I met them. They're great guys, and they're very Arizona focused, which is great. I'm more like not just Arizona and California, just because that's my distribution area. That's what I. Yeah, you've get. got a built-in spy over there your brother he lives in socal so you get all the news all the beer NorCal, reviews norcal oh it's no oh okay yeah. oh yeah the bay area that's right i'm sorry santa yes. clara california yeah yes that's right and so but but when i talk about news i like to de- think of like the industry as a whole so I, I i look at stuff that might affect the industry rather than just our state or california that's cool so then how do you like are you reaching out to breweries, sending emails, through, or are you finding them on Instagram? Like, how now, are you finding brewers from certain breweries to talk well, to? Well, when I first started uh, interviewing people, I, I just see who's on Instagram. And so I've reached out to people like in Utah, Delaware, uh, Oregon. Like, I, and I, I have this recent thing where I kind of want to get one person from each state. Oh, that's cool. I think that'd be great. I can and, help but, you with that. But, but locally, I. I meet people at like you at at, at beer fest, mm-hmm. and that's one of the reasons I, I kind of like I, I'm doing stuff for the show. I gotta go. I gotta go drink. You gotta catch us before we start drinking, though, because after that, it's it's a shit show. <laughs> Just well, listen to like, episodes one, two, and three. I caught Joe before he started drinking, and he's like, "Brandon's around here somewhere. I don't know where he's at." <laughs> yeah, that. Uh yeah, that's a. I don't know. I'm going to do a whole episode on that one. But man, yeah, that was. Uh, I don't remember leaving. Or talking to me. Yeah, me and Joe had a whole heartfelt uh, bromance on the way home, and I don't remember any of it. I'm nope. sorry, buddy. Oh, it's sorry. all one-sided? Oh, man. No, no, he was the one talking. He just doesn't remember what the fuck uh, he said. Oh, okay. <laughs> I thought it was the requited love for a second. No, 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 it was all him, and I was being oh, a good we listener. We a relationship, that's for sure. Yeah. <laughs> we don't talk about so, that right now. You guys drink beer. You talk about beer. You review beer. Mm-hmm. What do you do when you find those beers you don't like? And has anybody ever reached out to you and said, hey, you talk shit about my beer? 
Not yet. That, I've been waiting, though. But, like, the one beer I shit on every single time is Corona. I hate that fucking beer, man. That beer is the worst beer brewed right now. I'm that doesn't agree. count. Oh and, I, and I don't understand why it is the number one imported beer into the U.S. I have no... Great marketing. That's all I can say. So I'm going to yeah. put you on the spot right now. Yeah. Out of all the breweries that you've been to here in the Valley... Yeah. Who's the one you're just like... Ah. Uh, Richter Aleworks. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> That's what I was going to say, because Brandon is just a cock tease with his good looks and his beard. He doesn't do anything about it. Oh, man. Jerk. That was a good answer, because I was like, oh, this is a bad question. I thought you were answering me for a second. I'm like, I'm not answering that shit. You kidding you me? Know what? No, not you. Him. <laughs> you, know, you want me to give you a real answer? I will say um, I, I like this brewery, and I don't like this brewery, too. And you don't I, have I'm to, sure you don't you'll have know to answer exactly this. what it is. 8-Bit Aleworks. Okay. They you have like a the video great games. motif. I fucking yep. love it. I love the, the artwork. I love the, the video games. I love the, the names. But their beers are not remarkable to me. That is my personal... Beer is totally subjective. I will it, still it, go it back is. and I will still give them a chance. However, the two times I've been there, I have not been really impressed. Brandon um, is scolding him right now. I am. I am. Yeah. I'm yelling at him and pointing <laughs> fingers at him because uh, we're West Side and blah 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 blah. blah. But, West Side till we die. But you know. What? But you know. But good for Kevin's you. Kevin's throwing gang signs right now. This is weird. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa, Kevin! Hey. Being in the industry, Easy. it's really hard to promote one beer over the other. It's really uh-huh. hard to knock a beer down about that. Um, right. You have the option still to do that. For me, that's going to be kind of hard for me because mm-hmm. these people are my friends. These people have gone through the struggle just like I have to open a brewery and to make right. beer. So I would never go in and say that kind of shit. But that's like even on Untapped, I don't rate beers. Mm-hmm. I just check them in because I just do it to annoy Kevin because Kevin <laughs> Kevin, Kevin does it like a madman. And he's like, he's like, oh, my God, I had, a, I had a sip of this. I got to check this in. And, and I'm like, you have no idea, Kevin. I could just bury you because of the amount of beer I drink. So well, I just do yeah. it for that. <laughs> But, um, Speaking of a tap, I do have an, we we untap our beers every show. The two that we we feature. Do you actually rate them? Yeah. Wow. And we we rate them on you know on the show, and you can go. We we have an untapped account, Cold Brew Podcast, and you can, and on that account, we only rate the beers that we have on the show. That's cool. And I never rate anything at five. I've never had a five star beer ever. Now people Wait. have their own rating system and. The closest I've ever gotten was actually this last week was Sierra Nevada. And Which I gave one? it a 475. Uh, There's some the bias sale. there. Yeah, there Nostalgia. is. I, and, and I said it too. I said it on the show. Like, this is totally my number one beer. That's why I gave it a 475. Show me something that's better, and I'll give it a five. Wow, I'm kind of impressed. Uh, so, like, which, which Sierra Nevada? What, which yeah, one? which one? Pale Ale, the, the original, the oh. icon. Yeah. Well, I shouldn't say the original because I guess the original was a stout. I don't the even Ken, remember. Yeah, the first one was a stout. That was Ken Grossman's first beer was the Sierra Nevada Stout, and they still they still brew it. Really? But their icon was the pale ale. Now, I'm not saying that's that's my favorite one. Now, otherwise, it's usually a four, four two five. You'll be lucky if you get a four five. I think I gave Goose Island 2015 BCBS Rare. I gave that a four five. Other than that, you're not getting much higher than that. Are you not affected by the big beer aspect of Goose Island? I had this. I came out with a saying on the show two years ago. Big, uh, good beer is good beer despite who owns the label. So drink what you like, rate it the way you like it. If someone gives you shit, that's their problem, not yours. That's um, cool. 
But at the same time, I could see I I choose to buy local rather than uh, big beer. I love that. Love that because you're the fact that you can be honest with that kind of stuff. That's, mm-hmm. that's really cool because a lot of times you do have to like mute your opinions, especially. Being I don't. Can <laughs> <Do> you, Kevin? <laughs> no, but we don't have any skin in the game either. We don't have yeah. relationships with those people. You know. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, oh, so, so don't say anything bad right now. Okay. Well, I don't know if you guys read the, like beer news, but like people ask the brewers uh, uh, the major craft beers, um, like what's your favorite go-to beer? And a lot of them say like, you know, Bud Light or 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 you know, uh, just big beer because they're so consistent, and the consistency that's. Brendan, as a, a brewer, that's what you want, right? You want consistency with your absolutely. Beer. So. I've, I've evolved, you know, in my process of, of brewing all the time and making beer and as well as drinking beer. I absolutely appreciate those guys who are able to make a beer and make it again and make it again and make it again and make it so damn close to the, the last brew they batch. That's some skill. Yeah. It takes a lot of money and a lot of skill to be able to pull something off like that. So, yeah, I applaud those guys. When I, when I talk negatively about them, it's not about their quality of beer. Some of it is, because some of it's still shit, like, like Corona or some of it's Bud Light. I just, that's not my style. Right. Not to say that somebody out there probably has a, a, a podcast or an Instagram and all they drink is this, like light beers and they rate them all five because that's what they do when they, this beer, this batch from uh, Cincinnati was not just as good as this one that came out of California. <laughs> so those people, if they got a pelt, they can, they can, they can pull that off. Awesome. But for me, I, I can't because I am industry. I, I do make my own beer, and and you know, and they're—I won't say the enemy, but they are the people that make it difficult for me. Right. But also because I, I drink the kind of beer that I do, I don't like those kind of beers. I, <laughs> yeah. I cannot drink them anymore. I'm not trying to be snobby. I'm not trying to be better than anybody else. But the fact that I drink. A hoppy pale ale on a regular basis, and a lot of IPAs. When I go back to like some other shit, when I have to in Mexico, God, it's not good. Mm-hmm. I wish it was because I can buy a bottle of it for two bucks, right? But I, I, I just can't. So when I go, I, I, I think last time I went down there, I took I took two cases of beer and drank it in three days because I couldn't <laughs> I couldn't find good beer anywhere. Yeah. yeah. So I understand Those days that. Are over. Those days are long over. Yeah, they are. <laughs> Era. My, my beer habit is, is just gone up and up and up because it costs a lot more. But luckily, I own a brewery, so I can drink a lot. <laughs> exactly. That's, that's, getting back to your comment about untapped, it's like a running joke between us because, you know, Brandon's like, oh, i got to catch up to Kevin. And it's like, yeah, I know. I know what you mean by that. It's like, I, I understand what's going on here. Yeah, then I see Kevin, like, chicks in, like, uh, what was it, what, Stella. I'm like, what the fuck, Kevin? Stella? <laughs> yeah, what was that? I was somewhere. You that were like was... playing pool somewhere. I'm like, that doesn't count. You can't check that kind of shit in. Yeah, it was. I was like, I was like, yeah, this beer kind of sucks. <laughs> I heard you were a like pool shark, actually. He's just oh, looking yeah, for. Pretty good, I, but... You know, funny story. I am the I am the champion of Kevin's house. I beat wow. him. Went out on top like Jordan. Kevin's never beat me. Just walk away. <laughs> I did. Uh, Kevin's never beat me in a game of pool. So I actually had a tournament at my house one time, and I had a bracket set up and everything, and Brandon couldn't make it that night. So I, I won the bracket. So then, like, three days later, Brandon finally comes over. And I whipped his ass. Kicks my ass. <laughs> On <laughs> your I'm own table. Like, oh, man. Your own yep. table. Yep. I am the champion of Kevin's house. I'm still waiting to make my trophy. 
<laughs> you have to write your name on the felt? <laughs> Not on the felt. <laughs> so, um... What's your what's your plan for the for your podcast? What do you think you're going to do with it? You just, just keep on going, keeping the path. You, you you plan to modify it, and what do you plan to do with it? I yeah, I'll, I'll change it. If, you know, if I get bored with a certain segment or the format, I'll, I'll switch it up. Uh, I actually uh, I recorded my own intro, so like my intro song and my outro song. That's me. I like I recorded it. I, I just like I like I like messing around with the uh, sound files and. Eventually, maybe like uh, we we hinted on earlier, just do some uh, start getting into YouTube, start doing some uh, real quick like uh, reviews and I don't know, just uh, just keep going and see where it takes me. I I, I don't have a five year plan, but if I say uh, a one year plan, um, I really like what we're doing right now and just keep it up and try to make it better. Just try to make it. it to be honest, I'd like to put a little bit more time into it so I can even edit even more, but. Uh, as of right now, I'm I'm happy with this. I'm satisfied. Maybe not happy. I'm satisfied with what we have, but I want to improve it, and I'll just take it as as the time comes. So you still enjoy it? Yes, yes, yeah, I and do. You, and you and to the point where you want to put more effort into it? Yes, yes, I do. Yeah, I, I think it could be better, and I like to grow to. Uh, I don't know. Right now, I'm I'm getting anywhere between five to six hundred downloads. I want to increase that to a thousand and. Just keep, you know, one of the things I noticed when I first started this is beer podcast. Doing it from the uh, um, from my side, not not the brewer side, but from my side is people start it and then they just quit. Uh huh. There, there's a lot of out there that are just like they they stopped like in 2017. I remember they, that when yeah, I remember when I was uh, when I was working all the time and I would put my podcast in to drown out the other shit or my boss who was mm-hmm. the always yelling at me and shit <laughs> i would listen to podcasts all the time and i remember guys like oh my god i'm caught up what am i gonna do and i would start doing the search and i'd find other podcasts and then all of a sudden it's like wow this ended like a year ago i listened to all those and like oh man here i'd find another one from like 2010 and like mm-hmm. 2012 it's like oh i'll listen to all these and these people just some of them had a really good thing going all of a sudden it just stops and just ends yeah and i always wondered like why did they just stop why did they give up what's stopping you from giving up um, you know, one of the things that really helps me keep going is that it keeps me connected with my brother. He's back in California, and he and I were best friends, and we still are. But That's awesome. We, we, we don't get a chance to hang out, and this gives us a weekly chance. So even, like, after we're done recording, it's like, hey, man, what have you been doing this week? You know, like, you know, any, anything new, you know, just new developments. And we, we talk about just brother stuff. That's, That's fucking a, sweet. That is pretty oh cool. Oh, my God. Yeah. I like that. Really cool. And we do it via Skype. Sometimes we do it. We we stop doing it video because we just come up with too many connection problems. And we we found out if we get rid of video, just audio, better audio. So uh-huh. you know, I don't need to see him. I know what he looks like. <laughs> <laughs> he hasn't changed. That's cool. So um, I listened to one of the last episodes. I listened to because uh, I listened to like all the local guys as well. Um, okay. Good friends. Good friends. Eric and tap that. Yeah. So uh, you were able to uh, sit in with Eric at Strong Beer. Yeah. So was was that your first time sitting on somebody else's podcast? No, I actually did it last year at Real Wild and Woody. Okay. He had a booth there, so I came in and I. I do I remember that. Out. I did that too. I remember okay. that. So good, good, good job, Brandon. <laughs> <laughs> and so yeah, that was the second time I sat on. Uh, and he said we we he wants to do something you know outside the the. Uh, the festival. He wants to do something uh, collaborative between uh, our podcast and 
even with the hobby craftsman guys, they they want to do they want to record something uh, with me too. So it'll uh-huh. it'll happen. And yeah, no they're, hurry. they're good guys too. Yeah, I've yeah. known I've known Jeff. I think before he even started his podcast, um, I knew him because he works with one of my very best friends, one of my very best friends that we've traveled the world with, and was sitting at the table when we got drunk in Brussels. Decided to start the brewery. They were originally going to be part of our our part of the system, but or our brewery at the time. But they realized that. They had careers, and this was more my passion for them. And when you're drunk, mm-hmm. you read a, a lot of shit. And eventually, they, this is your thing, you do it. But he hooked me up with him back in the day when he used to do graphics. So I actually put stripes on um, on his Camaro for him, on Jeff. <laughs> and I had no idea. I remember he was wearing some brewery shirt. And at the time, I was thinking I was wearing a shirt from, uh, I forgot who it was. And he's like, I should have known this, but you're wearing like a, a shirt. Oh, there's Premier Stainless at the time. He's like, I should have known, but you were in Premier Stainless. You're, you're in the brewing industry. I'm like, well, yeah, I'm starting a brewery. He's like, oh, my God, I'm totally into beer. And he knew we had so many mutual friends. No idea. <laughs> we've, been friends, we've been friends ever since then. Uh, we were on their podcast a long time ago when, uh, right after we opened. Uh, great guys, super cool dudes. I'm really happy for them and their successes too, uh, yeah. just like Eric. Eric Eric's a great guy, West, another West Valley dude. He's killing it. He's killing it. Yeah, picking, he is. And, yeah. and I love the way Eric took the, the – Bull by the horns, quit his job, and like he's totally committed to this, hundred percent. Yeah, and I, when he when he told me he was going to do that, I was like, "Wow, shit, really?" So that brings me to this next question. A lot of people are always chasing money, and in order to kind of make these things work, some of these people go out and get sponsorships or people yeah. who would pay them to do that. Mm-hmm. Are are people approaching you? Or are you approaching people for that? I mean, at what point would you feel comfortable? taking the money and doing it and promoting these people um i would be the, the only thing that would keep me from doing that is if i have to change what i do if, if someone wants to sponsor me and say hey keep doing what you're doing you can make all the calls just be you know just pe- promote us every show i would be fine with that but if someone comes in and says hey i want you to do this you, you know do another spot for us do a spot for our friends i'm like no nah, that, that i i just i don't want people telling me what to do I want to be able to control my content, and I think that's where. But no one's ever ever approached me, so really, yep. In nope. five years, nobody's ever approached you to advertise with you. No, never. If I've had people give me beer, I've had breweries give me beer to to, to have on the show, uh-huh. and I've done that, no problem. But no one's ever wanted to be on the show and promote it. So everything that I've done, and that's one thing I'm I'm proud of, and that's one thing maybe I would not want to be a, a sponsored. Because up to this point, I've, I've done everything myself. Or my brother. Like, I don't want to take anything from him because he's added to the show, too, monetarily. Have you actively, like, seeked it out? Say, hey, we're looking for advertisers? Nope. Because uh, well, I'm not at that point where I, I need them to – I need it to keep the show going. I'll still buy beer. I don't need someone to buy beer for me. If someone wants to give me a beer, great. I don't need someone to, to pay for my server fees. I don't need someone to pay for a new computer or – Audio equipment, I'll do that myself. I, I'm, I'm, I mean, I'm not rich, but I make enough money where I could buy that stuff for myself. So, if if I get to a point where I need that stuff, maybe I'll I'll start asking people. But so you're not, point, no. So you're you're not in this for for the money, and I don't say that like everybody is, right? But it just seems like with the, the day and age we're in with social media, that people are always looking to get followers, get likes, because right. they're hoping to get free shit and money. There's a lot of documentaries on uh, Netflix right now about 
social media and influencers and right. the whole thing. Oh, about it's the, fucking ridiculous social yeah, media. Yeah, talking about the fire festival the fire, right now. Oh, that was a great documentary, and, man. It's, it is. It's great. The Hulu, the, was it the Hulu one, the Netflix one, and how they yeah. use influencers and they paid stupid money to these people to promote this bullshit festival. Right. It was shocking. Was that like, was the model one, right? Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, this is crazy that people are paying these people hundreds of thousands of dollars just to put a post on their social media. <laughs> I was like, yeah. fuck, dude, give me give me 10 bucks, dude. I'll, I'll talk about you. I don't care. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> but but that's not what we got into this either. We got into it because we had a bunch of equipment because our wives all do it. And we just started doing it for fun just to give people a different opinion. But it's kind of it's kind of shocking when you start hearing some of these numbers and some of these things get thrown out. It's mm-hmm. I'm like, wow, I, I'm I'm blown away, and I just I don't understand it. I'll be honest with you, I don't understand that people will pay that kind of money for some of this stuff sometimes. Yeah, I I had a I met up with Eric Walters for the first time. He and I contacted through Instagram, and I go, hey, let's meet up. So we we went and had a lunch, and we both have the same um, mindset that even if we weren't popular or like we'd still be doing this mm-hmm. like even like he he gave up a lot to 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 do this like full time so i i totally applaud him i love him for it um but at the same time he and i have the same mindset like if, if we don't get listeners we'll still do it whether people listen to us or not I, i'll still be doing this even if my brother drops off or if i have nobody listening i'll still do it just because i like it i love I like that i love it when people do things for the passion of it yeah. And not not the money of it. I I think you're almost setting yourself up for failure when you're chasing the almighty dollar mm-hmm. instead of doing it for the passion and the love of it. You're always gonna fail. What about for the yeah. chicks? Can you do it for the girls? <laughs> I don't know. It's working for you. <laughs> yeah. Well, the pa- the passion brings the listeners though, and everything else follows from that. You know. So yeah. And yeah. then with the passion, the money brings the chicks. So Joe will be set. <laughs> Fucking A, let's do this. Sponsors. It's not like you're hurting now. Oh, I'm hurting so bad. It's ridiculous. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah. I thought it was money, power, pussy. I thought that's the way it went. <laughs> oh, my God. He said money. <laughs> that's awesome. So um, so I want to bring things back. We've, we've covered a lot of this kind of stuff, but uh, before the show, we were talking a little bit about Strong Beer Fest. Yeah. So you were uh, – I listened to your last podcast. You said one of your goals was – not to go drink all the beer and all the rare beer and whatever else mm-hmm. you're talking about. You wanted to go meet your friends. Yeah. So as, as, a, as a podcaster, what made you decide, I'd rather do that than go and hold a microphone in people's face and go and just drink a bunch of rare beer? I have yet to take a microphone to a beer, beer festival. That's cool. That's hard, too, as a, as a podcaster. Yeah, I mean, when I first got into this, the, the guy I... The, my friend who who started the network, he wanted me. He thought I was gonna go and, and like yeah, pe- mic in people's faces and interview them. I just want to. That's one reason why I even don't even. I hadn't even untapped when I was there. I just want to live in the moment. I just want to to have fun and hang out with people and drink beer and talk and I don't want to have. I mean, at the time anyway. Maybe in the future I might, but right now I just didn't want to make it a job. I just wanted to make it a pleasurable experience. Do you remember it? Uh, I remember the beginning. <laughs> I remember meeting Joe. <laughs> and uh, I, towards the end, though, man, I, I forgot the beers I drank. I, I, I even wanted to get to over to uh, um, Helton so I can have the Helton Irene's collab. Because uh-huh. I was very interested. Like, nobody makes a Bach. 
Yeah. Or, and they made a, a cherry ice bock of anything. Uh-huh. Who makes an ice bock? Yeah, Brian. Brian's a good dude. He makes some. He makes some pretty good beers. It was good. It was boozy. It had a little the cherry tartness on it. Uh-huh. I, I liked it. I liked it. So I, the moral I, I, of the story is I was memorable. Yeah. All yeah. right. I don't, he remembers you more than That's me. That's all I need. That's hey, all I need. Swipe right, big boy. <laughs> I don't even. Rem- I don't I even remember me. <laughs> you don't remember a lot. That's true. That's all right. That's so true. Yeah, the, the strong beer is one of the like I've said on my podcast. It's one of the two marquee events in um, Arizona, and I had to be there just because I, I, I and I, and I've made a few friends out here. That's why that was my goal, just to go and see my friends uh-huh. and and take pictures of them and put on Instagram because I love Instagram. <laughs> I do. I, I prefer Instagram so much more over oh, the other medias right now. Um, I rarely check Facebook anymore, and the only really I do Facebook posts is because Instagram will post it for me. Yeah, yeah, it's so much easier. Yeah, simultaneous. Uh-huh. I totally, I totally enjoy that. Yeah, I think that's almost like the next, uh, the next level of social media. It's not just about the, uh, oh, vague booking or people posting pictures of their cats. It's about, you know, people posting on Instagram. Especially, you can kind of narrow it down to who you follow. Um, and post these cool things about beer for us, you know, and post right. beer, and then just have it related to there. I think it's, 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 it's just the next level of it. You know, I wanted to uh, go on what you were talking about, the necessary evils of Beer Fest as far as the, <laughs> yeah. the brewers go. And I, as, as uh, being on the other side, I appreciate when brewers are there, or at least representatives from the breweries, as opposed to volunteers. Because it's, you can ask questions about the beer and maybe not get you get an educated answer, rather than because even at strong beer, like when when I saw who was it? Somebody was over there that was a, it was a national craft beer brand, and I went up and I asked about the beer. She's like, I don't know, I just pour it, and I was I, I guess so disappointed, and that's why I when I go to Arizona Strong Beer Fest, I could tell when there is a, a representative from the brewery or a brewer. Or even uh, or, or a volunteer, and I, I kind of shy shy away from those. I don't stay away. I shy away because I appreciate, and that's why I like strong beer, and that's why I like real wild and woody because they actually have people from the breweries there. I enjoy that because we're constantly bombarded with giving away free beer at some mm-hmm. festival, um, and so there's really not a lot that I participate in anymore. I will do real wild and woody, strong beer, and mm-hmm. and this new West Valley one, but it's also important for us to have representatives there. I 100% admit I have a bad problem being stuck behind a table at a beer festival. Mm-hmm. I do it on a daily basis behind the bar, telling people about our beer. And when I'm at a beer fest, all of a sudden it's like, hey, there's my friend. Hey, there's my other friend. And I want to go, go talk to him. I want to go hang out with him. Before I know it, it's been a half an hour. Before I know it, it's been an hour. Before I know it, it's, it's last call. Yeah. So, so it's hard for me to do that kind of stuff. But luckily, I got my buddy Joe here. Who, That's why uh, I go. I know he, he he's he's people love him. He he knows how to uh, explain the beer. He knows how to talk about the beer, and the ladies love to come talk to him about the beer. <laughs> and so it's great. Who I doesn't mean, love a firefighter? Really? When, when are you gonna have your own uh, calendar? <laughs> uh, yeah. After my diet. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you can be in the beer dwar with me this year. I'm in. All right. Can You're I hold make the hose? Really bad though. No way. You guys, need, you guys need axes with like uh, the the pants and the suspenders, no shirt. Yep. And I already I already know what I want to do next year if I'm going to do it. I'm still <laughs> debating because I've done it for the last two years and I said should I give somebody else a chance? I don't know, but 
it, it's 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 a good time. It goes to good charity. But I keep thinking I got to mix this up a little bit. And I was like, Joe would be great in this, but man, that's, <laughs> hey, that's I'll wear my turnout pants, my bunker pants with no shirt, and you can have my back, and I'll hold you over my shoulder and you facing. Oh, you can carry me out. <laughs> yeah, I'll do yes. that. Yes, done. Just don't put there my face go. in it. We're good. You just let everybody know. Yeah. You need an axe though. The axe makes it. I'll hold it in the better. other hand. I can hold okay, it. Okay, there this you one. go. There you and go. He, yeah, he's a big, strong firefighter. He can do you, it. And you could be turning around towards the camera with a with a, a glass of Richter Aleworks. <laughs> <laughs> I'll course. balance it on my axe. That's how he saves lives. <laughs> Beer and an axe. Well, what's his face? I can't, I'm sorry. Steve said I sounded like an old, salty ass, fat white guy or something like that on the court of the he does, podcast. He does not know you very well. He's like, you you don't sound, you don't look like you sound. I'm like, oh, okay, thank you. <laughs> we get a lot of firemen in here, and uh, Joe is what you picture him as. Yep, he's mm. that guy in the calendar. That's right. Yep, he's, he's shaking model. his head, but he knows it. Oh, he knows it. Oh my he's God, whatever. Mr. Modest. I know, huh? That's for sure. I have body issues, okay? <laughs> Who doesn't? And, and, and he cooks. Last night he brought me popcorn. Oh. Ah, I like doing that. That's fun. So and we, I made we, macaroons the night before. Oh, my God. Yes. I didn't even know what a macaroon was. He brought these to me. He's got to try this. I'm like, holy shit. This is amazing. So he saves lives. He's a hot fireman. And he cooks, ladies. You're going to sell the macarons too, as, as long as the, as well as the popcorn? No, that was just an experiment. One of oh, my friends okay. was like, hey, let's make these. And you so need to sell those. Those are good. I had fun making them. I had fun eating mm. them. Yeah, I got more for you then. You pair okay, them with good. the stout or a porter. Yes. Oh, we'll put those in the beer. We'll put those in Joe's beer. <sighs> Cookie floozy. There we go. You keep, you're not <laughs> supposed to say the name. What? Well, I didn't say a name of nothing. I was just talking about that girl over there. Uh-huh. The one that came to see you tonight? No, no. Those chicks behind us. Oh, my God. That blonde is... No, behind me. Oh. Oh, yeah? God dang. <laughs> me and Kevin keep making eyes at each other. Like, look, <laughs> man, look at her. <laughs> I hope they don't listen to this. I think I'm bigger than her husband, though. It's okay. Yeah, I'm sure you can take him. Yeah. There, there's, we got stories about Joe uh, kicking some ass. No, not me. I don't kick any ass. Uh-huh. Just okay. drink beer. I know. I was all impressed last night. We had a, we have one of our regulars that comes in all the time. Really good guy. He's a really good friend of ours. And uh, he's works in the bar industry, and he cut his finger open. So I'm like, he's like, oh, my God, I can't shake your hand. I'm like, why? He's like, I, I cut my finger open on a broken wine glass. I'm like, oh, have Joe look at it. He's like, what? I'm like, Joe, look at it. And Joe's like, oh, okay, let me check it out. He's like, seriously, he'll really look at it? I'm like, yeah. He's like, can I do it on the bar right here? I'm like, yeah, go for it. Joe, and of course, Joe. Pretty much a doctor. Yeah. Hmm. And Joe made him feel better, cleaned it all up, made it all happy, <laughs> make it all good for him. Kissed it, put a, put a Band-Aid. I, I did kiss it. <laughs> he did kiss it, but he actually, he actually wrapped it in electrical tape. And I used so, to be a mechanic. He used electrical tape for shit. <laughs> so everybody out there, you can wrap your wound in electrical tape. Yeah, it's clean. You're yeah. good. Super glue is even better, right? There you go. He was actually here earlier. Where'd he go? Yeah, he left. I don't know. He had a couple beers and split. Son oh, of a yeah. bitch. Yep. That's what he does. He comes in and has a couple beers and he goes home. So a lot of people do. Yeah. Uh huh. We're like good. the place for people to come in this part of town. People like to come uh, get yeah. off their job, come here and hang out with us, talk to yeah. us, have some of our tasty beers, and then they split, go home. We'll be back well, tomorrow. Well, that guy does it often enough that he walked in and there were like eight people that yelled out his name when he walked in the door. <laughs> true. That's true. <laughs> yep. Yep. Everybody, everybody loves those guys. And they are good dudes. And uh, yeah, they bring us some uh, tasty beers from their beer adventures too. I can't wait to get those guys on sometime because they are in the process of, uh, of dreaming and going to the next level. Uh, but I'll let them uh, talk about it when that time comes. But 
yeah. I wish them all the luck, and uh, I talk to them all the time, and I encourage them, and they have a little bit of cold feet, but I think they'll do it eventually. They've been in the industry for long enough, and I, I really hope those guys do it, and I think it's pretty cool that they're willing to uh, go for it. Just hey, fucking jump. Arizona's got a lot of room for growth, man, because I, I, I come from the Bay Area, and there's nowhere near as many breweries as out there. Oh, yeah, especially on the west side where we're at. Yeah. There's not a lot out here, and, and to a degree I like it, but to a degree I hate it because we, we need more. We need to make this a destination on mm-hmm. this part of time. We're not, you know, we're not Central Phoenix. We're not Tempe. We're not the East Valley. We need to become more of a destination out here. Yep. And and so we, we, you know, I'm doing my best to try to get people over here by making good beer and making sure I've got a lot of really good uh, Arizona beer on tap all the time. And whether it's whether it's a rare beer, but it's always good beer because we got to yep. get people out here to to you know enjoy it and really experience what Arizona has to uh, make. Whether I got beer from Flagstaff or Tucson or Havasu or Tombstone, we've got some good stuff up there. And when these people come in here, it's like, hey, you got to try this beer. You got to try this beer, and they've never had it before. That's what brings them back. I mean, I think a lot of it's our pretty cool personality as well but there you go <laughs> <laughs> so um what would you what would be your biggest piece of advice to somebody who decides hey i'm gonna start a podcast just do it just go and do it and learn by from your mistakes don't be afraid to make mistakes i've made so many mistakes uh like i said if i went back and listened to my first few podcasts it's like oh i wish i wouldn't have said that or i wouldn't have <laughs> did that but you know it just keep doing it. Just be, just, just be out there. Just keep doing it. That's it. That, that's that's the number one thing. No you regrets. No regrets. Not even no one regrets, letter. No regrets. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. No, that's good advice because that's that's basically what we've done. And just dive in and do it. And you know, every once in a while, I find some podcasts where they would talk about how they make their podcast. And I've listened to those like five times in a row, over and over again. <laughs> just like writing down every little piece of advice. Just trying to be better each time, right? Yeah, That's right. exactly. So, in the end, it's still fun, right? Yes, yeah. As long as you're having fun, it, you, there's nothing you can't do anything wrong. And that's not the beer talking. Uh, not yet. <laughs> <laughs> right on. Well, uh, I think this has kind of been an inf- information packed for all of us. Um, I've got some ideas. I've got some other additional questions, but. Uh, I want to thank you for coming out, man. I, it's been good. I'm, I'm happy we were able to meet up at Strong Beer, and I'm happy you found me before I was drinking a lot. <laughs> yeah. And we are able to make this happen. It and, seemed uh, like just right before that. It, like it, I, was in this I, I, didn't, I didn't waste much time. It was like a fucking whirlwind. <laughs> it just no, happens. The hop Slam was yeah. on tap right around the corner from me, and I, I beelined it for there, and uh, it was all downhill after that. Hey, I had a great time. Thank you so much for having me on. Absolutely, man. Thanks for coming, buddy. Appreciate it. All right. Thanks, guys. We'll talk to you soon.